2: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pets.
1: pet Kellogg's tap the sunshine cereal presents
2: The Adventures of Superman. Today, refusing Clark Kent's offer of help, Lois Lane learns to her amazement that the genuine heiress already knows of her good
1: fortune. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, there's loads of fun for you just in looking over your collection of comic buttons in that new series from Packages of Kellogg's Pets. Because every single picture of a funny paper character makes you think of all the things that that character has done right in the comic strips. Sure, for instance, when you look at Chief Brandon's picture, why, you remember all the times that he's worked with Dick Tracy in Tracking Down Criminals. And uh, Goofy and Beezy from teen they always remind you of all the scrapes that they get into. And of course, Superman stands for the wonderful things that he's done, preventing crimes and saving people from danger. Actually, every single one of those 18 new comic strip characters looks just as real as in the funny papers. So get busy on your collection, gang. Ask Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep, because that's the only way you can get these exciting comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere, but you'll find one in every package of Pep you open. And you'll find out how super delicious a breakfast cereal can taste, too, when you spoon into your dish of those crisp golden toasted flakes. Kellogg's Pet is called the Sunshine Cereal. It's loaded with that catchy sunshine flavor. So remind Mom to get you plenty of P-E-P, the Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Pet.
2: And now, the adventures of Superman
1: letter addressed to a Miss Louisa
2: Lane was delivered by mistake to Lois Lane, reporter for the Daily Planet, who lived in a neighboring block. The letter, written by a firm of lawyers, informed Miss Louisa that she was the sole beneficiary in the estate of her late uncle, an estate which amounted to approximately one and a half million dollars. Lois brought the letter to the tiny bird-like spinster, and to Lois's astonishment, Miss Louisa said it was unnecessary for her to read the letter because she already knew what was in it. And she then proceeded to stun the girl reporter by repeating the contents word for word. As we continue now, Lois gasped.
3: I can't understand this, Miss Louisa. How could you know what the letter was about? As I said before, it's really very simple, my dear. You see, Zara told me I would receive such a letter either yesterday or today. Who told Zara? And since it didn't reach me yesterday, I knew that this must be it. As soon as you brought it to me. I see. Uh, tell me, Miss Louisa, who is Zara? Oh, he's a wonderful man, my dear, a truly wonderful man. Yes, but who is he, a, a lawyer? Oh, no. Well, was he associated with your late uncle in some way in South Africa? He never even knew my uncle. Then how did he know about this this letter telling you about an inheritance? Oh, Zara knows everything, my dear. He does? Oh, yes, Zara is the wisest man in the world, and he has unusual powers. Unusual powers? I don't understand. Well, Zara is a seer. A what? A seer. He can see far into the future. Now look, Miss Louisa, nobody can foretell the future. Zara can. That's ridiculous. Anyone who says he can is a fake. And that goes for this Zara person, too. My dear child, how can you say such a thing? Didn't Zara tell me I would receive this letter you brought me? And didn't he tell me exactly what he could say? Well, yes. I don't quite understand that, but... So? How can you deny his following? There's something fishy about this. Look, Miss Louisa, did you really have an uncle named John Morse Lane? Yes, indeed. He was my mother's elder brother. Of course, I never actually saw him because he ran away from home when he was very young. Oh, long before I was born. And now, suddenly, it turns out that he owned a diamond mine worth one and a half million dollars. Yes, that's wonderful. wonderful. But doesn't that seem a bit peculiar, that a fortune teller knows about it? Zara is a seer, not a fortune teller. All right, all right, he's a seer. Listen, Miss Louisa, everything may be all right about your inheritance. But there's no harm in doing a bit of checking now, is there? Checking? The lawyers who wrote you this letter, Harris, Grady and Harris, asked you to get in touch with them as soon as possible. Let you and I call on them now, shall we? Oh, that'd be lovely. I'd like to get the money as soon as possible. If any. And I certainly... Simply... Hmm? Uh, oh, nothing, nothing at all, Mr. Weasner. Come, I'll help you with your coat, and we'll take a taxi right down to see Harris, Grady and Harris, attorneys at law. <laughs>
4: Yes, yes. Come right in, ladies, come right in. Thank you. Uh come, Miss Louisa. Sit down, make
3: yourselves comfortable. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Harris.
4: Now, which one of you is Miss Lane? Both of us. Yes, of course. Both of you?
3: Yes, I'm Lois Lane, and this is Miss Louisa
4: Lane. Ah, so this is the lucky little lady. Well, well, allow me to congratulate you, madam. Oh,
3: thank you, Mr. Harris. And I, you, uh...
4: miss, are a relative, I presume?
3: Well, uh, not exactly.
4: A young cousin, perhaps, who will share in all his good fortune? Uh, no. No,
3: she isn't a cousin, Mr. Harris. Then Please. a niece,
4: of course. But no matter, no matter. Tell me, Miss Louisa, how does it feel to be a millionaire? Well, oh,
3: I, I haven't gotten used to it yet, Mr. Harris.
4: No, of course not, but it's a wonderful thing to get used to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. (laughs)
3: Oh, I'm so glad about it, Mr. Harris. You see, I've been so worried about being a burden to my young nephews when I get old and use up my little savings. Of course, of
4: course.
3: But now I'll be able to help them. And they're such lovely boys, Mr. Harris, the only sons of my (laughs) guest.
4: Yes, yes, I'm sure they're both fine boys, but I know you're anxious to get the money as soon as possible, so let's get right down to business.
3: You mean you have the money right here, Mr. Harris?
4: Well, no, not quite. The necessary papers are being drawn up now, you see, and they'll be ready tomorrow. Now, if Miss Louisa will come back then, and pay the uh, you know the usual transfer and probate fees. We can proceed at once. And by next. Uh, one
3: minute, please. I want to get something straight. Yes. Uh, you wanted to pay the fees now?
4: <laughs> yes, of course. But as I say, they're just the usual transfer and probate fees. Really quite nominal, you know.
3: Uh, how how much for that fee, Mister Harris? I, I only have twelve hundred and fifty dollars in. The... Oh wait, Mister. Oh, twelve
4: hundred and fifty dollars will do very nicely uh, as a starter, of course. But my firm will be glad to advance whatever is necessary over that, and you can repay us when you receive your inheritance.
3: Oh, that's very very nice of you, young man. Yes, isn't it?
4: Now, the papers will be ready for your signature tomorrow, and we'll put them through as soon as you sign them. Then, by next week, you should have your money.
3: Did you hear that, my dear? Yes, it certainly sounds wonderful. Uh, well, I think we'd better go now, Miss Louisa. Thank you very much, Mr. Harris.
4: Oh, not at all, not at all. Happy to be of service. I'm
3: really very grateful to you, young man. And I'll be down here bright and early tomorrow morning for $1,250. That'll
4: be fine, Miss Louisa, just fine. Now, allow me to show you to the door, dear ladies, and I'll have someone get a taxi for you.
3: Isn't that Mr. Harris a lovely man, my dear? Too smooth, if you ask me. Just imagine over a million dollars. You know, I still can't believe it Even though Zara told me last week This would happen Some little fortune teller, isn't it? Now, please, my dear Zara objects to be calling a common fortune teller He's a seer Okay, he's a seer uh, tell me, Miss Louisa, did Zara also tell you that Mr. Harris would want $1,250 before you got your inheritance? I know he didn't. It a matter. In fact, he didn't mention Mr. Harris at all. But $1,250 seems quite reasonable to pay for over a million dollars, doesn't it? Oh, yes. But we'll find out more about that before you pay him anything. The first thing I have to do is pay a little visit to Mr. Zara. You? But fine, my dear? I want to find out how he knew about this inheritance. Because, unless I'm very wrong, Mr. Louisa, you're mixed up in a racket. A what? A racket. I'll know more about that in a few minutes when I call on Zara. Here's your house. Stop here, driver.
2: Is Lois Lane right? Is Miss Louisa being victimized in a racket? We'll learn the answer in a moment when we return with the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by.
1: You know, it's getting so that whenever two or more kids meet, all they talk about is their collections of comic buttons in that new series from Packages of Kellogg's Pets. You know, there's the business of showing how many you've collected and trading duplicates to add your collection, too. Now, here's how that works. Uh, Suppose you have two buttons with Superman on them, and maybe your friend has two Barney Google buttons. Well, you swap your extra Superman for his extra Barney Google, and then uh, each have a different button to add to your collection. Fine? Why, boy, I'll say so. And say, here's how easy it is to collect these exciting prizes. You just ask Mom to keep you stocked up with plenty of Kellogg's Pet. That's all there is to it. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And uh, you can't buy them anywhere. But every time you open a new package of Pep, there's your comic button inside. Boy, that's a thrilling moment. And you get a thrill when Mom sets out a dish of Kellogg's Pep for breakfast, too. Because these toasted whole wheat flakes are so crisp and so golden and fresh that, well, they make super delicious eating. Pep is called the sunshine cereal, you know. It's full up with a catchy sunshine flavor that just calls for more. So ask Mom to get you some P E P. The Sunshine Cereal, Kellogg's Fat.
2: After dropping Miss Louisa at her home, Lois Lane continued on to the house of Zara, the so called seer. Where, at this moment, in a room entirely hung in heavy black silk draperies, from indigo rug to the deep rose-colored ceiling, a man is talking on the telephone. Of middle height and middle age, he is distinguished-looking and conservatively dressed with streaks of gray in his black hair. Only his deep, rich voice and his large, greenish eyes make him appear unusual. This is Zara. And as he speaks, his eyes rest on a glowing crystal ball from which a faint, iridescent light filters into the room of black...
0: Say, Miss Louisa, was at your office, Harris? That's right, sir. She left about
4: half an hour ago. I tried to call you as soon as she left, but uh, nobody
0: answered your phone. Yes, Nella and I were both out. Tell me, how did it go? Easy <laughs> <laughs> is falling
4: off the log. She went for it both fine and thick. Good.
0: What about the money? She's going
4: to draw $1,250 out of the bank and bring it down here tomorrow.
0: Well, fine. I thought I was going to
4: have a little trouble with her niece, but uh, that worked out okay. With her what? The old lady's niece.
0: A niece? What are you talking about? Miss Louisa doesn't have a niece. Huh? Her only living relatives are two nephews. And they're both in the army of occupation.
4: Then, uh and who was that girl with her.
0: A... that's what I want to know. What was her name?
4: Blaine. Same as Miss Louisa.
0: Lois Lane. Lois Blaine? She said she was Miss Louisa's niece.
4: Well, no, come to think of it, she didn't exactly say she was, but I got the idea. Oh, uh, just a
0: moment, Iris. Yes, Mella? Well, that's very interesting. Have her wait, Nella. Yes, sir. Lois Lane is here to see me now, Harris. She is? did she want? I don't know yet, but I'm going to find out. If Lois Lane is posing as Miss Louisa's niece, it may mean she suspects us. And if she does, it'll be too bad for her. (laughs) If Lois Lane
2: suspects Harris and himself, Zara says... It will be too bad for her. Well, as we know, Lois does suspect the so-called seer who claims he can foretell the future. And now she is under his very roof, unaware that he suspects her. The girl reporter is in a tight spot. What will happen in the black draped room with Superman unaware of what is happening and about to happen? Monday's episode is tense and exciting, so be sure not to miss it. Tune in, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pet. For excitement, the adventures of Superman.
1: Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comic Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pet, the Sunshine Cereal. Hey gang, breakfast is a picnic all year round when there's Kellogg's variety on the table. That's the white, green, and red package with ten individual packages. Each one a serve-yourself portion of one of your favorite Kellogg's cereals. Different Kellogg's cereals to choose from, and whatever you pick, you'll know it'll be crisp and fresh and good because it's Kellogg's. One day you'll want Kellogg's Pep and the next Rice Krispies and then maybe Corn Flakes and on down the line. Just one thing, gang, make sure that Mom gets Kellogg's. Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual
2: Broadcasting System.